your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen on this Thursday afternoon. And as always, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 and rate the show five stars on whatever platform you're listening on. And today's episode, we'll be going over that game against the Boston Bruins because, man, it was something else. So diving into this game, I I said heading into this game that it would be a physical game and you would definitely see like some bad blood between these teams and... I mean, going in, you had the Vincent Trocek comment, you know, obviously it said, you know, not in a malicious manner if you watch the full uh, interview clip, but it was asked, you know, about his game being compared to that of Brad Marchand's. He said, are you calling me a rat? And obviously that took off and... uh, Marsham responded with Instagram post that has since been taken down. It's like comparing a Lambo to a Prius, showing all their uh, stats and whatnot from their career. But, I mean, this game was very much like a drag race between a Lambo and a Prius because the Hurricanes absolutely smacked the mess out of the Boston Bruins had to say that in a very PG way because you know, you don't want to get in trouble for that stuff. But the Hurricanes end up beating the Boston Bruins 7-1. to one. Go back like three years and tell the Hurricanes fans that in three years' time, you will be destroying the Boston Bruins Seven to one. Two, you'd have a five goal first period. Tuka Rask would get pulled after the first period. Absolutely insane. Honestly, I did not expect this in the slightest. I expected a pretty close game, honestly. That's what I expected from these two teams. I expected maybe like a game you know final scores you know four three five three with the that fifth goal being an empty net or something like that that's what i expected in this game i didn't expect the game to be over after the first period it was absolutely insane just how the hurricanes just dominated and manhandled the bruins in this game is crazy absolutely crazy that's not something we've seen before really it's very just when you're at a loss for words because the Bruins were also on a bit of a hot streak yes they're an older team than they were in years past of course 
But there's still the Boston Bruins. They're still never a team that you can never truly count out of things. And they had, were coming in like on a four or five game winning streak. They'd won eight of the last ten. They they were red hot and not even red hot. They were white hot. They were absolutely killing it. And then the Hurricanes just absolutely dashed all of that pretty early into the game. To be completely honest. You had Tavo Teravainen score a little over three minutes into the first period. Cotton Yemi, he ended up tacking on an extra one uh, about three minutes later. Cotton Yemi ended up having a two-goal game. He was on hat-trick watch for this game, which is crazy. Uh, I really hope that you know this a game like this can really help build some confidence for him. Not that you know he's struggling or anything like that. He's definitely still finding his way on this team. Yeah, we've seen that in the past with guys that are now kind of staples of the team, like Vincent Trocek, Brady Shea, guys like that, where you know they come in from a different team and they still have, you know, it takes them some time to really get comfortable and truly settle in. And I think a game like this where he had a hell of a game can really help him settle in and really become what the Hurricanes envisioned whenever they sent him that offer sheet. But going on into the first period, Patrice Bergeron got the lone goal for the Bruins. It was a power play goal, so the penalty killing streak ends up dying at 35. So that is what it is there. At least it tied to a good team and, and not, you know, Arizona or Montreal. Nothing against those teams because they are, again, professional hockey teams. They can beat me in hockey, that's for sure. And if you know, those players weren't good at all in any regard, they wouldn't be in the National Hockey League, plain and simple. So, you know, it, but at least the streak died to a highly regarded team, I guess you would say. But again, Kotanyemi, he ended up having a two-goal period there in the first. He has nine goals on the season so far. Seth Jarvis ended up getting his seventh of the season as well. Shortly after Coton Yemi's second. And that was just great for him. It you look at the highlight of his goal, it was insane. It, it's one where it's another one of those things from this game where it just leaves you at a loss for words because that kid is so fast. There's obviously been the memes and whatnot on social media about you know how he's fast as insert word that rhymes with duck there but you know there's that so and you could tell just how much he caught the Bruins off guard with that goal he just turned on the Jets and just went right up to the net knocked it on in and absolutely insane that put the Hurricanes up four to one Derek Stepan he ended up scoring off of a Jordan Martinuk assist there towards the end of the first and 
the first period, it was an amazing period, uh, to say the least. But the second period, not so much. And we'll talk about the second period right after this. It's a new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate, and most Built Bars contain only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So, Built Bars also have so many flavors for you to choose from, from coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and the list goes on. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors, so check out Built.com often to see what's new. And right now, you can go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKS15 and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKS15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now, the first period was one where the Carolina Hurricanes were able to capitalize on the Bruins' mistakes. They were able to control behind the net, neutral zone, everywhere. And like I said, they capitalized on all the Bruins' mistakes. Lack of a net front presence, bad passes, sloppy neutral zone play, everywhere. They were able to capitalize on everything that the Bruins did wrong, which had been an issue for the Hurricanes in the past where they were presented these opportunities against teams where they could really take control of a game and really put the game away, honestly if they would take advantage of opportunities presented to them. And that's what they did in this game. And again, they were pretty much able to put the game away after the first period. But the second period was definitely one where the Bruins, they came back. They they did. And that was one where you really saw the Bruins not roll over. And this is one where we saw the Hurricanes make some mistakes because they had a three-penalty period. You had a Brendan Smith high-sticking penalty, Sebastian Ajo high-sticking, and Ian Cole tripping penalty. That that was really the big thing for the Hurricanes in this second period was they got, I would almost say, a little sloppy. And... Given the Bruins obviously stepped it up and didn't allow any goals, given that also comes with the goaltending change as well, but it is definitely one where you know, the Hurricanes, their momentum was definitely slowed, and the Bruins definitely won the second period, given no goals. Tip of the hat to Freddie Anderson there, and the Hurricanes defense as well, because they did help out there some but Freddie he was really big in the second period he's really big part of why the Bruins only ended up having the one goal here in the second period but I think you look at you know a period like this had we still had say Peter Mrazek James Reimer Curtis Backley someone like that I mean the Bruins end up 
making it a little bit closer. I don't necessarily think they come back and tie it or anything like that, no. But I think Freddie being there is hesitant as I was to the move when it was first made. It's definitely being one that's making me eat my words because he was a big difference maker in this second period because without him, like I said, I feel that it would have been a bit closer than it was because the Bruins, they controlled the momentum in the second period. They, they absolutely did. Shot total was 13 to eight in favor of Boston there in the second period. And uh, I feel that one thing that the Hurricanes need to do is whenever you have the momentum like that, don't let off the gas. Don't don't let off the gas at all. Keep Do whatever you have to do to keep that momentum. And don't give it up to another team. Because obviously I think they were in a really good spot here in, in this second period being up by four goals so that's obviously a steep mountain for any team to climb regardless especially when you're going up against an all-star goaltender so you know I think the Hurricanes probably would have won the game regardless but still they need to be able to control the momentum better they're usually really really good about controlling momentum in games of really being able to keep it their way but again you go up against a very experienced very good veteran team like boston they're gonna do what they're gonna do i think you know especially now the hurricanes being older than what they were early when this rivalry I guess you would say with quotation marks you know the conference final from a few years ago whenever that happened we're we're older there we're older than we were there and more experienced a lot of new players here so I think that helps as well this wasn't the same Hurricanes team that the Bruins knew it's a much different team and a much better team and I think that's what allowed the Hurricanes to be able to get through this second period when it wasn't their best, but get through it without allowing any goals. But the third period is obviously when the Bruins were really officially been able to be put away because that's when the final horn sounded. That's when the final two goals were scored. And we'll talk about that right after this. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all of the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year, ending new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, even right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
Now, the third period is, of course, the period where it was put away. We saw Jacob Slavin just continue to add to his monster game here. There was absolutely no rust. That's something that I don't know why it's taken me so long to even address that in this episode. But there was so much positive in this in this game that Jacob Slavin, this was his return game, and he showed no rust whatsoever. Going into this, I was speculating whether or not Jacob Slavin would, one, play in this game, or if because this was his first game back from COVID protocol, whether he would play in this one or use a little bit of extra time to end up playing in the game against the Rangers or the Devils. No, he played in this one, and there was absolutely no rust whatsoever. You'd never been able to tell that he was out because he assisted on the first goal, on Tavo's goal. He also assisted on Kotanyemi's second goal and then he scored a goal of himself in the third period the first goal of the third period is a power play goal nonetheless as well so the Carolina Hurricanes power play continues to be absolutely lethal one of the top power plays in the league and that was the Hurricanes lone actually not the lone power play goal because the second goal of the period in the third period was an Andre Sveshkov power play goal. And I said that special teams would obviously be really important in this game. And of course they were because the Carolina Hurricanes, like I said, they were able to capitalize on mistakes that the Bruins made in this game. And you look at two right there, two power play goals. Of course, they're capitalizing on mistakes that the Bruins made there. But you absolutely love to see Jacob Slavin just coming back. No rust whatsoever. And you know, because, like I said, in those games that he was out, especially against Columbus, but against Vancouver as well, not having him really hurt the team. And you could really see just how much of an impact he brought to the Hurricanes and how many of the shortcomings he kind of covered up. I think Seth Jarvis said it best in postgame saying that Slavin is criminally underrated and he is because you look at this guy and just ha he comes out, has a three-point night in his return game. Absolutely insane. You almost wanted this to be the game that was broadcasted on ESPN rather than that... Uh, Columbus game but absolutely insane and then Andrei Sveshnikov he of course you know nets himself a power play goal saying like ah I should have been that last man in for the Metro not Zabanajad who ended up winning it and then the uh, guy from the Bruins that ended up getting it no it wasn't guy from the it was guy from the Penguins I forget who it was uh, I'm thinking of the black and yellow jersey and we're talking about the Bruins, but yeah, it, it's again, you just love to see your top guys and not even just your top guys chipping in in games like this. You look at these guys top to bottom. Yeah, you had your top guys like Tava chipping in there and Andre, but then you also have you know your rookie, Seth Jarvis, getting in there. Then you have your depth guys like Derek Stepan and you could argue Cote Yemi being our fourth line center right now. 
also chipping in there. And then Jacob Slavin, your defense, boom, in there as well in his return game. And your three stars of the game, really no surprise here. Tavo Teravining, your third star. Kotniemi, your second star. Slavin, your first star. Because Tavo, he ended up opening up the scoring for the Hurricanes. And then he assisted on that Jacob Slavin goal. So two-point night for him. And yes, we Kotniemi, he obviously had both of his goals. And I don't believe he assisted. No, he did not assist on any other goals. For some reason, I thought he did. I think they, what it may have been, they, I think they may have said it on the broadcast. I think they said he may have ha- had an assist on one, but you know how things get edited afterwards. And of course, Jacob Slavin getting the first start of the game. But looking ahead for the Hurricanes, and you look ahead to tomorrow against the New York Rangers. And. I look at that and I, I wonder how the Hurricanes can continue this momentum because I think that having Jacob Slavin back in the lineup is going to be key for them to keeping the momentum that they have going. going. I don't think they're going to score another seven goals in a game or anything like that. I don't think that, but I think that they need whatever they did, whatever was said to them in practice, and whatever they did in practice. I think whatever it is they're doing out there, they need to keep doing. Because you look at a game against the Rangers, that is going to be a stupid game. And in a good way, of course, because. Those are your top two teams in the Metro Division right now. The Rangers are sitting in first at a record of 26, 10, and 4, and 56 points. Then the Hurricanes are right on their heels at 26, 8, and 2, and 54 points. So you look at that, and this is going to be an absolutely insane game. Goaltenders duel you're gonna see fireworks out on the ice i'm sure you're gonna see some crazy goals you're gonna see some crazy saves because to get past anderson to get past sturkin you're going to have to pull off some sorcery and then you obviously have reigning norris trophy winner adam fox there you have mika sabanajad chris Kreider, and You have so many guys there on that Rangers team that are crazy good, but then you also have so many guys here on this Hurricanes team that are crazy good. And this is going to be an extremely fun game to watch. And I can absolutely not wait for this game. It's going to be so good. And I I think that the Hurricanes, they're going to have their work cut out for them. Whatever they did in Boston, they're going to have to ramp it up tenfold against the Rangers because the Rangers are hot right now and they're really good and they're going to be looking to make a statement because yes they're already on top of the Metro division yada 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 but the Hurricanes they were one of the top teams going into the season to contend for a Stanley Cup and they've looked like it all season Rangers are going to want to knock a team like that off like hey we're legit being up here at number one 
take us serious. And I think if they were able to beat the Hurricanes, I think you know that would really solidify their case. But the Hurricanes, they ain't going to let that happen. They ain't going to let it happen at all. But we'll talk about that in tomorrow's episode. In the meantime, make sure you follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricane and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Rate the show five stars on whatever platform you are listening on. And now that you've made Locked on Hurricanes your first listen, go make Locked on Bets your second listen. It is your daily one-stop shop for all of your sports gambling needs hosted by your boy Q with handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's going to be available on whatever platform you're listening to this show on, and I will talk to you in the next episode.